0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of cute kind of if this is your first time here. Hello. Hi My name is Layla and welcome to my beauty and lifestyle podcast. All right, some housekeeping things I kind of messed up the episode numbers for the last episode. So the last two episodes are labeled as episode 45, but actually last episode I uploaded on Tuesday is actually episode 46. I just fixed it because I just realized it, but no one told me, so it's okay. Um, Next is that starting next week, I'm gonna be uploading an episode once a week on Fridays. I think everyone likes it when I upload on Fridays. It's just a nice day of the week to upload. Um, in general, the reasoning behind that is because I'm working on some other things right now. So I kind of want to make time for that. Like I said, this podcast takes up actually a lot of my time when I'm doing it twice a week because I'm constantly thinking about content and trying to create things. So starting next week, it's going to be once a week. Hopefully that will help me create better episodes. So maybe I can experiment more, do something new. Or maybe it's just going to be another episode of me ranting for 20 minutes. Who knows? But stay tuned. And then finally, if you would like to support this podcast, i added a donate link on my anchor page which is anchor.fm backslash q kind of you don't have to do it it's just a nice way if you guys like the podcast and would like to support me it would be really appreciated but obviously you don't have to i'm just doing this for fun so yeah without further ado let's, let's talk about today's episode all right like i've been teasing in the last two episodes Today's episode is going to be all about natural makeup and how to create the perfect natural makeup look for you. So natural makeup, it's been popular for decades. It's popular around the world, you know, from United States to Europe to Asia. Um, A lot of people I feel like these days are straying away from like glam makeup looks or at least like um, simplifying their makeup routines to more natural looks because a lot of people are staying home right now and it never goes out of style that's why i like it it's a very simple more enhanced version of you and what we'll be talking about today isn't like instagram natural makeup we're going to be talking about makeup that you can wear day to day that looks good in person which i think is what a lot of people want but mostly you can go online to find the perfect look for you from watching like youtube videos and stuff but today i wanted to take into account skin tones products face shapes so on and so forth so then you can really create your own makeup look that's suits you perfectly. So let's get started and talk about skincare. All right when it comes to skincare I think everyone can agree that the better your skin is the better your makeup's gonna look and then a lot of people argue that like why would you wear makeup if your skin is like perfect and honestly if my skin was perfect I would still wear like makeup because I like wearing makeup and I would still wear foundation but like in general I feel like everyone knows that but it's important to understand that like when it comes to a skincare routine just do what's best for you and right now my advice is to tread lightly. I know with like TikTok, YouTube, and then On top of that being in quarantine and having a lot of stress a lot of people are breaking out and because we are more exposed to being at home and our access to like information and connecting with people is the internet from like TikToks and YouTube we're more prone to watching a lot of videos we might pick up the products they recommend and you know like maybe your skin's not gonna react well to it maybe it will but my advice is to tread lightly obviously no one's skin is perfect my skin isn't perfect I just like fought off like five breakouts that came because it's my time of The month. All in all, it's okay. Everyone breaks out, goes through skincare changes, skincare or like skin changes and breakouts and problems all the time. It's very normal. But another important note regarding skincare would be the products are just as important as how disciplined and diligent you are with doing your routine. You can buy a bunch of skincare products, but if you're not like keeping up with your routine, like you're forgetting to wash your face at night, not removing all your makeup, then your skincare is virtually useless. (laughs) I know it sounds harsh. I'm sorry. I don't mean to come off harsh. But in general, like, if you're someone who doesn't want to keep up with an intense skincare routine, like, I'm definitely one of those people. It's very important to simplify it down. And... Like, literally, the saying, less is more, is true when it comes to skincare a lot of the times, so something to keep in mind. And I'm going to link one of my previous episodes, I think it's my most popular one, where I talk about acne-fighting ingredients in skincare, and it's literally, we just sit there, we go through every single one of the buzz skincare words, like AHA, BHA. I pull up a bunch of articles from Allure, which reference board-certified dermatologists from, like, New York and California. So, like, this information isn't just coming from nowhere or just a random website on the internet. So... Yeah, so when it comes to skincare, what I'm trying to say is tread lightly. Everyone has skincare breakouts, skincare problems at least once in their life. I constantly have them and I'm like 22 and I've been having them since like middle school. So it's okay, but make sure you keep up with the good routine. All right, now onto the makeup portion. So we're starting off by talking about base. So your foundation, primer, concealer, so on and so forth. In general, it's important to note you got to do what's best for your skin tone, skin type, and what you're just comfortable with overall like I'm gonna be recommending a bunch of products that have like different finishes different type giving you my advice so just pick and choose what would work for you and you can always test out new products like sometimes I love to go to Sephora and just give like five samples I don't even know if they give five I have not stepped into Sephora in a very long time so I can't even say that but <laughs> let's just get started on primer so usually when it comes to face primer it's gonna be the first makeup product you use right after your skincare routine and in general they run one or two ways, including like pore filling, so thicker primers. They tend to be softer, very matte almost, and then all over like gel lotion type primers, which can either control oil, hydrate, color correct, so on and so forth. What I like to do to prime my skin. First is I really enjoy kind of a gel primer and specifically an oil control one. I like the Glossier oil control moisturizing gel primer. It retails for twenty five dollars, and I really like using that. And then right after using that, I like to go in with a mattifying spray actually because I have oily skin, so I'm really trying to control oil. So I use the Mac Fix Plus Matte. It retails for thirty dollars. It has powder in it, so you have to shake it, spray it, and it's really, really nice. A lot of people like this powder technique where you basically powder your face before you apply your foundation. I don't like doing that. Actually, my foundation lifts off when I do that. But a lot of people use it. Jackie Aina uses it. I would watch her videos so you can see how she does it. And there's also a bunch of like videos on TikTok of people doing it. But in general, that's my favorite. If you want something that's a little bit more pore filling, but you don't want it to be too heavy, the Tatcha Silks Canvas is a very popular one. It retails for $52. A smaller version of it retails for $22. If you're looking for something a little bit more like silicone, slightly blurring, not too heavy. I like the ordinary high adherence silicone primer. It retails for $5. The Milk Hydro Grip Gel Primer is really nice. It retails for $30. We got NYX and Milani face sprays. Those are pretty good from the drugstore. The Milani one is very popular. I haven't used it, but it's good. Um, The Milk Blur Stick, $30. I really like that. It has a very nice like blurring finish on the skin. And then for another spray, the Urban Decay All Nighter retails for $30. Very, very popular. All right. So actually now we're going to talk about highlight. And usually, you do your highlight after you do your foundation or after you do your foundation and concealer, I want to talk about it as another base product before your foundation. I think in general when it comes to highlight, uh, a lot of people want that very pretty, Model off duty glossy glow type of look. And one of the elements about that is like when we use highlight, we're bringing attention to certain areas, we want them to seem more prominent. But when we're doing a natural makeup look, we want your face to shine through. So basically, wherever the highest points of your face are already, that's the areas that you want to reflect light. I'll talk more about highlights later and why I included this section in right now. But in general, I'm talking about an underglow, something, a little like highlight base before you do your foundation. And because we're talking about foundations that are relatively thinner, your under highlight or your underglow is gonna show through. So the one I recommend and actually really, really like is the Glossier Future Dew. And I only like using it when I mix it with gripping primer. So I used to use it with the Hydro Grip. I would mix both of them together and apply to my face. Um, not a lot, if you apply a lot of it, your face is gonna look pretty greasy so make sure you apply enough depending on your skin type. It retails for $24 and the Hydro Grip retails for $30. A drugstore option will be the L'Oreal True Match Lumi Glotion. Retails for $12. I really like that one as well. It's definitely more luminous. It's not like very sparkly or very highlighting, but it's a very nice base. Next, we also have the MAC Strobe Cream. That retails for $35. MAC updated it, so now it comes in several different shades. So instead of just getting the normal, very like cool-toned silverish-white shade, which may not work for every single skin tone, they also have like a peach color a yellow color. So definitely you can choose one that suits your skin tone the best. Alright, next we're talking about foundation. So foundation finishes usually run four ways. Matte, semi-matte, slash satin, natural, and then finally dewy. On Sephora.com, it has three finishes. Matte, natural, and dewy. So basically, semi-matte, satin, slash natural kind of fall in the same realm on Sephora.com. And we're going to want to stick with the natural finish, however... Do what works best for your skin tone. You can get the matte one. You can get the dewy one. Honestly, you can just use any foundation you have right now. It just depends on how much coverage it has. But even with that being said, I'm a firm believer that if you really wanted to, you could sheer out any foundation. But in general, if you don't want to use a foundation, you can opt for a BB or CC cream or even a tinted moisturizer. So It Cosmetics has a very popular CC cream. Runs for $40. Um... PTR, what the... Oh sorry, okay, no. Um Peter Thomas Roth also has like a CC cream. I really like that one. It retails for $40. And then Garnier also has something called the Miracle Skin BB Cream, runs for $15. And that one's pretty good. However, I think that one has a slight like, gray undertone, but I can't remember. It's just been such a long time since I've used it. And however, I like to use foundations and I like to do a single layer at least of foundation all over my face. However, a lot of people People when doing the natural makeup look tend to opt for doing spot foundation so like a little bit on the cheek area a little bit on your forehead if you needed a little bit on the nose and not covering the entire face in one layer However, I like to do that. So for foundations, um, the drugstore one that I recommend is the L'Oreal Infallible Fresh Wear, runs for $12. That's a pretty good middle ground foundation, in my opinion. The Ordinary Serum Foundation, it's a little bit more on the glowy side because of the serum texture. However, it still looks really nice and natural. It's about $7. However, I'm pretty sure this, yeah, this foundation, I just bought like two the other day, doesn't have cool undertones. It only has like neutral warm red or pink, I believe. So just keep that in mind. Um, another foundation I really love, even though it doesn't completely match my skin, is the Giorgio Armani Neo Nude. It retails for $40. It's a very nice thin foundation. And if I don't use a lot, it still looks really, really nice. And then a very popular one that I wanted to mention that also gives you that glossier glow of the Chanel Water Fresh Tint, which retails for $65. Very expensive, but it's like a very beautiful finish. If you already have very nice skin and just want like a very nice editorial glow like an editorial daily glow if you have more mature skin such as fine lines a little bit on the drier side definitely opt for serum foundations or tinted moisturizers l'oreal also sells like like a serum foundation i can't remember the name of it you can't find it at all drugstores but it's there and i heard it's pretty good i wanted to buy it but i couldn't find it at the drugstore so i was really sad but definitely check that one out like i said the ordinary yeah and then it's very important to match your undertone this is still something I struggle with heavily but I definitely know I'm in the warm olive area but in general when it comes to undertones you really gotta look at you (laughs) um so like I'm a firm believer that if you are naturally like very light skinned and you tan most of the time you're gonna tan also with the same undertone so that means like I think a lot of people think that, like, oh, if I'm like naturally have a peach undertone or like a more cool undertone, once I tan, I'm gonna get more warm. So that means I'm gonna be a warm yellow undertone. And I don't think that's correct. I think you'll still have that cool undertone or like peach undertone. However, it's gonna darken a little to more of the orangey red realm. So that's really important to remember. Also, like, when it comes to undertone and what I want everyone to keep in mind going forward from this section is that we want to match our concealer powders to the same undertone as well. I'm going to go more deep into detail later in each section, but I just want to make the point that it's very important to match your undertone. A lot of brands do different types of undertones. Um, my best suggestion is to find one foundation that you have that you believe you're a perfect match for. And then go on like temptalia.com and they have a foundation matrix. So once you plug in your foundation shade that you have, it's going to pop up a bunch of other foundation shades and kind of match you to that. However, it's not like the perfect match is more line it's gonna be like this is a 90% match based on the foundation shade you gave us so that's another option you can do i'm gonna link everything on the blog so you have access and can see what i'm talking about along with the product but yeah let's jump into foundation application Alright, so let's talk about foundation application. I wanted to include this section because foundation is definitely the number one thing when it comes to natural makeup that people are on the lines of like, if you notice the foundation then it's not going to be natural, however, I don't believe that. To each their own. However, we're going to talk about foundation application specifically when it comes to thinner and lighter foundations and how to make sure you get the most coverage without it being caked on. A lot of people like using the beauty blender so they'll dip their wet beauty blender from the, like the bottom of it into the foundation and start applying it a lot of times straight to the jawline first and then blending up as they go however I would not recommend that instead we want to focus on starting from the center of our face so from our nose going outwards and basically the reason why is because once we get that foundation reached to the hairline to the jawline it's gonna thin thin out significantly that it's going to be look more natural a lot of times we end up going in with bronzer and like contour powder in our hairlines to kind of not only make our hair like our foreheads look smaller our jaw lines look smaller but also on top of to like kind of blend in you know and stop that one line that we get from applying foundation especially if it's thick so we're trying to avoid that here and we're trying to avoid using contour powders and a lot of bronzers so that's what I would recommend for very thin foundations however I would highly suggest that you blend it in with your fingers or like a buffing brush first and then you can dab it lightly with your sponge if there's any streaks. The reason being why is a lot of times sponges, whether it be the beauty blender or like a normal CVS makeup sponge, it can actually pick up a lot more of the product than (laughs) helping blend out. So that's just something to keep in mind. But all in all, like foundation application, if we're trying to avoid the bronzer, we want to start from the center of our face and move outwards. That way, Once we reach kind of the outer perimeter, it will be thinned out, blended out, and it looks very natural. And yeah. So that's my suggestion on foundation application. Alright. So next we have concealer. We're going to be talking about several different types of concealers today. So most notably, the one you're going to most likely pick up is more of the lighter creamier brightening concealers. So the concealers you apply underneath your eyes to make them look a little brighter. You might put it on your nose to like highlight a little. So those, I refer to them as brighteners and basically they are really really nice my suggestion for those are that you match your undertone a lot of times regardless of their undertone we'll go for a yellowish banana colored um, undertone rather than their actual undertone and it looks nice in photos but i think in real life it can be noticeable especially if you're wearing different contrasting colors for your base on your face so just keep that in mind but when it comes to creamy concealers the nars radiant cream concealer is a very popular one, retails for $30. I really like that one. It also has a little bit more coverage. Then we have the YSL Touche Claw. My favorite retails for $38. The Charlotte Tilbury Magic Away Concealer retails for $32. Very popular one, I haven't used it, but I wanted to suggest it. Then we got the Kosas Revealer Concealer, which retails for $28. It's like the NARS Radiant Cream Concealer. It's definitely has a little bit more coverage. It's really, really nice. And then for a drugstore favorite, we have the Instant Age Rewind Concealer from Maybelline, which retails for $10. Very popular one as well. And another one I really like is the Glossy Stretch Concealer. I believe that one is $18. I'm right. It retails for $18 and I like that one because it has more of a dewy finish so if you're gonna wear a more dewy finished foundation you might want to opt for that one. Next let's talk about dark circles. So these eye brighteners or your creamy concealers especially the ones that come in wands or they tend not to be very high coverage because they're mainly meant for very like brightening like I mentioned. But for mega dark circles I would definitely recommend color correcting so even if you have like darkness around your mouth or other areas, that will probably be a better option for you before you use a brightener. So I would suggest color correcting underneath your foundation and using your fingers and a brush to blend it in. Don't use a sponge. The sponge is gotta like pick up too much product and you're trying to avoid applying too much product. And the most popular one is obviously the LA Girl Pro Conceal which retails for $5. It's been a very long time since I used that one but I can see why a lot of people like it. Very. It's pigmented and doesn't cost a lot of money. And then the one I have in my collection right now is the Maybelline Master Camo Pen, retails for $10. All right, finally, the last type of concealer are pot or cake concealers. These tend to be a lot more um, matte. Also on top of that, they tend to be thicker, which is really good for covering acne scars and like just acne in general. So you wanna make sure you buy the color that's closest to your skin shade. Do not buy a lighter color. It's not going to work really well. It's going to stand out when you do your foundation. And we're not trying to bring more attention to your spots. And we're just going to spot conceal, which I think is a much better option for natural makeup than getting a full coverage foundation. And literally what I like to do is you can use your finger. I highly suggest though getting a very tiny concealer brush and using that. To apply it so just dipping the brush into the concealer applying it on the pimple and then like tapping it in with your finger that will help it blend it in and because it's the same color as your foundation it's gonna look pretty natural another option is that you conceal underneath your foundation like i mentioned the color correcting before and then letting it sit for a little bit so that way it dries down and you're not moving it around when you apply your foundation and yeah I don't spot conceal. I haven't spot concealed in a very long time. I think the last time I did it was in high school. The reason being is because I just came to the conclusion whatever spots you can see outside my foundation are just going to show. Like I like it doesn't bother me anymore. Um however in high school the only foundation that I liked that I could buy a matching concealer to is MAC. I know a lot of people say that MAC is like overhyped and everything, but like I still really love MAC makeup and And, like, I remember buying the... Mac Studio Sculpt, and I brought the matching concealer, and that was like my go-to like special occasion makeup for years. Um, I still have my um, Mac Studio Sculpt bottle. I don't use it anymore. However, I kept it for like good memories. But yeah, I don't know if I mentioned this, but like most foundations sell like matching concealers in like their family. So like I know L'Oreal Infallible also has like Infallible themed concealers. So if you're having a hard time choosing concealer, definitely check out the matching family concealer. Um, Um, that way it will kind of match your skin shade more, but also it'll be the same finish. And yeah, that's concealer. I hope I didn't confuse anyone. That was a lot of information. All right, next we're going to talk about powders or like setting your makeup. So if you're going to use like a liquid blush or liquid highlight, or if you're going to use a liquid bronzer slash contour later, then I would highly suggest you wait to set your makeup with powder at the end. Personally, I don't like putting cream or liquid products on top of powder products because I find that they lift up the powder but then also they look kind of patchy but if you are going to use powder products so like a powder bronzer powder blush a powder highlight and then you can definitely powder and set now um, at this point since I'm going to be using creams and suggesting cream products for the rest of the makeup look I would just set it with the MAC fix plus matte that I mentioned earlier but if I was gonna go in with powders what I would use to powder right then and there is I like the hourglass ambient lighting powders they retail for $50 kind of expensive actually they are expensive but I like them because they're undetectable and they come in different shades or tints that really just blend in and make your makeup look look really nice a lot of people like those ben nye powders like the color powders uh remember your undertone ben nye sells like a lot of different colors and under undertones now so you can definitely pick the one that works for you if you're choosing for what is it colorless powder the RCMA one is a really popular one that has no flashback that a lot of people say is really good and I wouldn't suggest baking I know a lot of people like to bake but I would skip baking because it can look very cakey over makeup especially underneath the eyes instead what I would do is I would get a small buffing brush um, and use it to apply powder and buff in powder into creasing areas like underneath the eye I like the elf flawless concealer concealer brush retails for four dollars it's really nice I would highly recommend it but in general like you can definitely skip powders I have oily skin and I would skip a powder because like I feel like I don't necessarily need it especially if I'm doing a really good base and using like my setting sprays but Teach their own, whatever works for you. So that's powder and setting. And this can be applied now or at the very end of your makeup look. Alright, let's touch on eyes. And honestly, you can do whatever you want. Depending on like your eye shape, if your eyelids are oily, that's just gonna play into what you would want to do for a natural makeup look. But I wouldn't I don't necessarily have like a specific look to recommend. Personally, I like to put a little bit of transition shade into my crease and blend it out. If you crease easy you don't want to use too much product and also you want to use what is it called um eye primer and i have dark eyes like the skin around my eyes is darker and i don't have a product for that like i (laughs) i know it's kind of bad that i i would have something suggest but i don't necessarily have anything to suggest for that so if you have something to suggest let me know but (laughs) And all in all, I kind of just let the eyes be free because they, my eyes do get oily and crease. Um, if you want a little bit of sparkle, I would recommend the Natasha Denona Chroma Crystal Top Coat, which retails for $30.00. I like that one because it doesn't have a lot of liquid in it, it's very easy to apply, and it's really pretty. I talked about it in last episode, which I will link on the blog. Personally, I like a little bit of eyeliner, so either like a very baby wing starting from the middle of my eyelid going outwards and keeping it very tiny, like not extending it out too much. And then another option is definitely if you want to follow the eyeline and then have your eyeliner pointing a little bit downwards and then smudging it a little with like a q-tip or even using like a black eyeshadow. My favorite is the NARS Dual Intensity Eyeshadow in Syncorax. I think it's discontinued but you can use whatever black eyeshadow you want to use. Um, the eyeliners I use are Maybelline Studio Gel Tattoo Eyeliner Pencils which retail about $10 and I like to use those But I want to use them with a brush so that way I have a lot more control of how like nice my eyeliner turns out. And then also the best part about not having a lot of makeup going on on your face and also your eyes is that if you mess up you can just take it off. um, Apply the foundation, concealer, powders, whatever you need to. And you won't have to like you won't be messing up like your entire face of makeup. So that's really good. And yeah I like to have a little q-tip or even like use makeup tape from like elf which retails for three dollars or like the sephora branded one which retails for like seven dollars and clean up the wing or make it smaller if i needed to and then if you want to define your eyes a little bit more i really like using a little bit of eye <laughs> eye brown eyeliner on my waterline um it does a good job of defining my eyes and giving them more of a prominent look for mascara it's definitely your choice definitely curl them though that's Something I would recommend. I use the Tweezerman eyelash curler which retails for about $20, however e.l.f has one for $3 and I'm pretty sure you can buy them at the drugstore for less than $10. So for a more defining, lengthening, natural looking mascara, I like the Glossier Lash Slick retails for $16 and then the L'Oreal Telescopic retails for about $12. Both fantastic (laughs) mascaras in my opinion. Next, for more volumizing mascara, I would definitely recommend the L'Oreal Lash Paradise, retails for $12. Uh, Maybelline Colossal retails for $9. And if you're someone who just doesn't know what they want, I would highly recommend the Maybelline Great Lash Classic Mascara. It retails for eight dollars. Um. Oh my God, my voice like awkwardly cracked just then. <laughs> but another suggestion I would make is if you have an issue when you're applying mascara of it getting onto your like skin, I would use a business card and like use that as like a barrier between you applying mascara and your skin so it doesn't get on your eyelid or anything. And then you can buy like spoolies from the drugstore like a box of them or like buy like a metal eyelash comb and use that to remove clumps if your mascara gets a little too clumpy so that's what i would recommend and you gotta wait optimal time for your mascara to dry because if you dr- don't let it dry and you're just like spraying your face it's gonna run so all yeah. right we are at 28 minutes right now so this is gonna be a long episode but next we are touching on bronzer slash contouring so for the natural makeup look you can contour however i'm not gonna recommend it only because like when i think natural natural makeup look I don't necessarily think a lot of like contouring or shading but if you do want to shade that's totally fine depending on what you like obviously if you're going to like contour a little that would be like defining your nose maybe even going in to define your cheekbones I would stick to a very cool toned contour color if you are having trouble finding one I like max taupe which retails for $20 I think you can only get it in the refill pan though I like that one but in general, when it comes to contouring/slash bronzing, I prefer like cream contours and I like to do it underneath my foundation first. And then if it's still not prominent, I'll go in and just add a little bit more. But I want it to be as natural as possible. The ones that I would recommend is definitely the Fenty Beauty Match Stick, which retails for $25. They have a good selection and a lot of them are cool-toned, which is really, really nice. For more bronzers, I wanted to recommend this because I think it's so cute. I was watching, um, Glossier's like get ready with me videos that they have I'm absolutely obsessed with them but they had one for their social media director named her name was Eva she's like the cutest person and she recommended doing something called the sunglass tan and I thought it was so cute but basically she applied bronze like bronzer or cream bronzer to, um, along her cheek area as if she had a sunglass tan and the bronzer she used was a. Chanel Soleil deton. It retails for $50. If you're not wearing a lot of makeup it has a very nice natural finish to it so it does have some luminous or luminosity and it's really nice I actually really like it and it will last you like such a long time it's huge like ginormous all right so next we're going to talk about highlight again so for this makeup look I don't believe highlights like the standout but basically I'm going to be talking about point highlighting which means like highlighting very specific parts of your face rather than like all over that's kind of a given in general for highlight but basically I would suggest using cream highlight or a liquid highlight and the reason being is a lot of times powder highlights they tend to regardless of where you apply it and how what it is would you apply it the sparkles can move around so like when you're in the sun the light will reflect off of the sparkles so if it's like on gets on your cheek area or like on your eye it's noticeable so basically for point highlight you only want to highlight where the light reflects so basically what you got to do is sit in front of your mirror and just tilt your face and see where the light reflects and that's where You want to apply that highlight only. Don't go beyond anywhere that the light isn't reflecting. The primer. Slash like glowy added underneath our foundation will do the rest when it comes to picking up light in other areas of your face. So in general for these highlights, I recommend the R M S Living Luminizer, which is cool tone like it's a very silvery shade. Retails for thirty eight dollars. The Giorgio Armani A dash highlight retails for thirty six dollars. I really like those. Those are very neutral toned and very pretty. Um, you can even use like the Max Strobe Cream or the or the L'Oreal True Match Lumi Glotion that I mentioned before over as your highlights. Again, I wouldn't use the Glossier Future Dew because since it's an oil type of serum, it might break down your makeup. A little bit faster so that's just something to keep in mind and then another one I really like is the Charlotte Tilbury Flawless Filter retails for $44 very nice like I think that's probably one of my most favorite highlights of all time just make sure you buy it for the right skin tones it only comes in a few shades and I would definitely go lighter than I would darker and yeah and then other points i want to make so luminizers are highlights but they have like a metallic finish definitely not something i would recommend for like everyday wear um they look pretty in photos and when you're going out but i think in daytime use they are not especially for like a natural makeup look i know the rare beauty highlight that they just released is that like it's a luminizer it's very metallic looking and then the only place I actually do put a powder highlight is in between the brow area on the nose and on the tip of the nose and then in my inner corners of my eyes so that's basically my idea of how you should do your highlight for a natural makeup look. All right so finally we have reached the most important product in my opinion for the natural makeup look which is blush. Basically I think blush is the most important or the most standout product for a makeup look because it adds color slash life to the face and also adds a little bit of emotion back into the face. I think it's really like livens up the look and also makes it add the perfect the last piece for our natural um i hope that made sense i'm like we're, we're at like 33 minutes for recording this and i'm like kind of tired now but we gotta keep this going but basically i would recommend a blush that suits you by your skin tone slash undertone so basically for skin tone if you're fair skinned you want to do more of a pink blush um definitely if you're on the peachier warmer side you want to do something a little warmer pink you want to do a little bit more of a warm pink whereas if you're on the cool tone side you want to do more of a cotton candy bluish pink. So for medium skin tones or medium deep skin tones ranging from like olive, yellow, I would definitely recommend like a terracotta color, a coral color, or an orange color. If you are of dark skin, neutral and warm I would definitely recommend a red color that looks so good on you and then if you're dark toned but have a cool undertone I recommend like a magenta purple or even like a wine shade so that's kind of the color range I would recommend depending on your skin tone um, I'm in the medium range so that's why I have more recommendations there but if you are of a different skin tone and you want to recommend me some blushes that match you really well please let me know and I can include it in another episode or update the blog post at least. So for cream or liquid blushes the one I really like right now is the Tower 28 Luminous Tinted Balm. Retails for $20. It is a really nice cream blush. I've had issues with cream blush in the past where their formula is just way too thick for it to blend out to give a natural look but i really like the tower 28 one because i think it's sheer enough that if you have like freckles or something it will show through but also it gives you like the most natural looking tint to your skin and then another recommendation is the Giorgio armani a dash blush retails for 36 dollars i really like that one they have couple colors i would recommend them for um light shades however if you are of a darker complexion definitely offer a liquid blush nars sells really really good liquid blushes and then if you want to offer a powder blush i like black up they have a good selection of very pigmented blushes for darker skin types and then finally the last blush recommendation I have is actually lipstick. Like, that's the one I use. I use the Fenty Beauty Matemoiselle Lipstick in the color Freckle Fiesta, which is, like, a really pretty terracotta color. And it retails for about $12, and I really, really like it. So I would recommend using your actual lipstick as a blush as well, if, especially if you have one that matches your skin tone and just works really well for you. Use that as your blush, definitely. And how I like my blush basically is, like, it just depends on my mood. Um, I like doing it on, like just keeping it on my cheek area for like more cuter look but most of the time i have it going on um starting on the side and going upwards to give me more of like a lifted adult look so yeah that's blush All right, I forgot to add. So I mentioned before the Fenty Beauty Mazelle lipstick is $12. It's on sale for $12 on Sephora.com. It's originally $24. So I just wanted to make that clarification. Actually, another thing I wanted to add was that another good recommendation for liquid blush is the NARS liquid blushes. I heard really, really good things about them. In general, like I don't have a lot of experience with drugstore liquid blushes. I'm pretty sure there's some good ones. Definitely. So if you have recommendations, please let me know and i can add it to the blog post but with that being said let's go on to lips all right we are finally on to lips so basically i have a bunch of recommendations for you guys but first one is to match your blush with your lip color so like i mentioned before i use um Fenty beauty's mademoiselle lipstick in feckle Freckle Fiesta as my blush. So taking a little bit of that and applying it to the center of my lips and then putting a lip balm over it to blend it out a little bit more will give like a really nice uniform look. Another option is if you don't want to really use color is to use a natural lip liner and blend it in or use um, a lip balm to blend it in as well. I like the NYX Slim Lip Pencils which retail for $4. And then of course the Charlotte Tilbury Lip Cheats which retail for $20. very good next we have blotted lips i really like blotted lips because they look very soft and like very cute, and they're not overly done. So for blotted lips in general, they're on the ma- mat side, but they have a very nice soft finish to them, and look pretty natural like a tint. So the ones I recommend is the Glossier Generation G Lipsticks, retail for $18. The OHI Lip Smudge, which retails for $16. And then Colourpop also has blotted lip for $7. However, those are liquid lip gloss types. They're not like actual lipstick bullets. And then lip gloss... Um, I can easily recommend the Glossier or the Fenty Beauty lip glosses, but I wanted to recommend the Givenchy Lip Interdy in, what is this, number one Rose Revital Air. It retails for about $30. I really, really like this lip gloss. I think it's one of my favorite clear lip glosses because it has more of a gel formula rather than a glassy um liquid gel that a lot of lip glosses have but it also has a very beautiful shine to it and it doesn't transfer as much as like a normal lip gloss would so i would really suggest that one and i really like it that it has a slight plumping effect and then also there's like these little specks of like rose pigment in them so they like break down onto your lip and just give you the most beautiful natural lip color It it looks really nice and then finally i'm gonna recommend lip tint the one i'm going to recommend is the victoria beckham beauty bitten lip tint in the color be so which retails for 36 dollars i have talked about this one i think it's the most beautiful fall lip color the lip, lip tint itself is a beautiful just shade of just like a wine or like rosy tint which one looks beautiful and also it looks pretty natural I really like the applicator and I just really love it and I really wanted to recommend it because it's perfect for fall. And then on top of that, I would use like a lip balm over it. So the lip balm... You can use any lip balm honestly but I would use a lip balm that has more of like a satin um sheen to it rather than like a high intensity gloss. So I like the Glossier Rose Balm.com because it has that really nice sheen to it and it doesn't transfer as much as a more glossy lip balm would and then also Burt's Bees does a very good job as well. So that's my lip recommendation which wraps up the Natural Makeup look 101 class i did today (laughs) whoa this episode was 40 minutes long i don't know if i'm gonna break it up into like two separate episodes but i will put a poll on my instagram later today to figure that out but if you would like to listen to future episodes of cute kind of you can find us on apple Podcasts, speaker spotify Google Podcasts, CastBox, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Bullhorn, and Amazon Podcast. Also, it looks like 61% of the people who listen to this podcast are using other platforms that I do not know about. So if you have a certain platform that you're using, let me know so I can include it on this list. If you would like to follow and get updates on the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at cutekindofpodcast. You can also email me at of at gmail.com. And like always, all products I talked about, things I mentioned, are already linked on the blog at www.qkindof.com. Alright, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was definitely a long one. It took a long time to put together. Um, like I said, I don't know if I'm going to break it up into two separate episodes. But just a reminder, starting next week, there is only going to be one episode a week of Q Kind Of um second actually i don't have anything else to say um i hope you have a good weekend um i don't <laughs> uh, and i look forward to talking to you guys next week bye, bye.